yeah, so we will definitely be talking about that. Um, we will start off with our worst week where we go on and um, read our honorable mentions and our runner up. Um, would you like to go first? Sure. I mean, I feel like that's to me the worst news like, of the week. <laughs> he's your winner because he was definitely like in my honorable mentions before the, the whole news erupted that. Yeah, the defamation, like he pretty much won the case. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm not shocked, I guess. It's just such, um, I mean, I feel like this will be studied in like, you know, social media courses and legal courses for the rest of our lives. Like, I don't know if you were getting this, but in all of these like meme accounts that I followed, (laughs) I was getting these weird, really like hateful memes. And I was like, interesting. Like, this doesn't really seem like this account. Like, what is this? And yeah, learning that they were literally paying to do almost like sponsorships with these huge accounts is so crazy to me. And I think, you know. Yeah, they just basically got a bunch of bots to harass people who are Johnny Depp, which is crazy in our day and age, not only because we're so into like, um, like, you know, cyberbullying and like, um, basically you know trying to be better to one another especially what we've gone through the past couple years um we will definitely be hearing this in like 20 years how I people will be like I couldn't believe I was in Johnny Depp's side in my opinion right totally Um, like just looking like a total kooky fan in the Pirates and Caribbean like I know. And I'm like, what movies are you that loyal to? You know what I mean? Like, sure. He's been in whatever, has done a good job and whatever. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I've always felt like he was such a creep. And I think it just, that's a horrible, horrible precedent for, you know, for not only defamation cases, but for abuse cases. It's like, this was, there was so much evidence and, you know, for the people who are saying, oh, it's, you know, mutually abusive. That's like, you know, not even a possibility. Abuse requires, you know, a a power stance. And there's no sense that Amber Heard, you know, financially, physically, anything had power over Johnny Depp. So I'm just, yeah, I'm a bit beside myself with that one. So that's my worst for sure. Yeah, I'm also a little disheartened to see Kate Moss like hanging out with him now. Apparently yeah. at the London show that he was performing in with Jeff Beck, she was at the after party or like behind stage. And that just makes me like, I'm just, it gives me the ick, you know? Totally. That sucks for sure. Yeah. Um, one of my worst week honorable mentions was definitely Ray Liotta passing away. I For felt sure. like it was super young. Of, I, I felt like he's still young, no matter how many people like think how old he was. I thought he was really young actor to go away. I love Goodfellas. The movie yeah. with Whoopi Goldberg, I don't remember the title of that movie, but I remember seeing that a lot when I was a kid. So definitely worst week, um, we lost like a good, like a legend for sure. Totally. And he's a Jersey so dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really sad one. And I thought it was really cute on Julia Fox's Instagram. She posted like he met her baby. And I just thought that was a really sweet moment. It made me really sad that he's gone. 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that about Julia Fox. That's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love here, you know, um, one of the downers and like the uppers about like having a actor or like a legendary celebrity pass away is finding out how they were as a person. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Ray Liotta, I've just been hearing, like reading a lot of great stuff, how down to earth he was just like a Jersey dude, um, just all around good guy. So like definitely um, lived up to um, his legacy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did you have a runner up at all for your worst week this week? Well, I mean, people are having a bad week. I would say the Teresa Judice, Caroline Manzo um, kind of public talking I think that was in the past week there you know <laughs> do you, are you on a side because I'm definitely on like I've been um a Teresa fan because I am from Pat like I grew up in Patterson New Jersey oh did you um, yeah and like uh the brownstone everything like it's very home to me I've met the women as well so I've always been a Teresa like fan until like these last couple years you know yeah. like it's just been like it's hard to be a Teresa fan um, yeah. but did you happen to like hear Caroline, what she was spewing on, um, Albie's podcast? I did. Okay. Um, <laughs> so did you tend to like side more with Teresa? Or are you still like in for like the Teresa and Caroline of it all? I'm, I'm in for like it all, but I think I'm, yeah, siding with Caroline a bit more. And it's surprising to me because I'm the same. I've been very pro Teresa, even in the Melissa era and everything when she was clearly in the wrong, you know, mm -hmm. it was always just fun to kind of like root for her because she is such good TV, but it is getting to the point where you're like, okay, girl, I, I don't know how much longer I can, I can stay over here, you know? Yeah. yeah, I, I really do side with her a little bit just because she said, um, every time Caroline is in the spotlight for anywhere she is right now, she's talking about Teresa because she really doesn't have anything else to talk about. I'm That's paraphrasing true. because, you know, Teresa doesn't really talk that well. Um, but um, yeah, it is true where I feel like Caroline is just baiting for Teresa to flip a table on her. And that's fair. And I see that. And, you know, the girls who are not on Bravo right now, the Jill Zarens and, you know, meaning the ones who kind of like still want the spotlight, but are not cast members. It's, they do stoop to certain levels to get it. So I can definitely see that with Caroline for I sure. I mean, the whole Ultimate Girls Trip cast, and I think they did a whole mm -hmm. X cast season as well. Um, I think Caroline's just trying to pivot to that whole to that. Yeah. thing, right? <laughs> Which I am surprised because like, if anyone has had kind of like a good life outside of Housewives, it's her. So, you know, maybe business at the Brownstone is not going the way that we want, you know, something like that. But she she does seem like she's gunning to get back, which does make me root for her a little bit more. But yeah. also I, the desperation is not cute either. And I do want to know the drama between her and Dina, because as yeah. you know, Dina and Caroline are sisters and they are not um, in touch with each other. But Dina is still to this day. I follow Dina. I love her. I don't know what is the attraction with her, but everyone loves yeah. Dina when she first came out in Real Housewives of New Jersey. She um, she is still best friends with Teresa. Um, okay. So, yeah, I would love to hear more of that drama. 
you, you and me both. I really was a Dina girl when she was on the show and I haven't followed her much since, but I mean, for as much as someone who says like family's everything, family's so important to not be speaking to her sister, it must be something, something intense. Yeah. Okay. So for my runner up, I actually am giving it to the people who were sending uh, Quinta Brunson DMs about the school shooting. I know it's been um, last week, we actually took a break because of the Travis, like just the devastating news that just kept incoming the whole entire week. I thought like yeah. last week of pop culture wasn't a great week, but the fact that people were DMing Quinta, she has Abbott Elementary. It's a beloved show about um, teachers who work in an elementary public school in Philly. Uh, they were basically asking her to do a school shooting um, episode. And one of the messages that she got, they said that they should put it at the end as like a season finale. Uh, mind you, this is her first season. <laughs> um, like the second season hasn't even been um, like it's it's up for to show in September. But uh, yeah, we're speak to those people. I can't believe people are DMing this request. Like seriously, get a life. <laughs> get a life, and like it's so like Quinta is someone who is young super fresh like doing such an impeccable job with the show to put that responsibility on her for like pretty much no reason and like that is not the vibe of the show it's not a dramatic show whatsoever and exactly. how are you going to make that funny and you like, obviously don't watch the show because the show is an uplifting, heartwarming, exactly. literally gives you a break from society to know like, oh, there are people out there who actually want to make the world a better place. Yeah. That is one of those people. And it's so funny that like that's people's solution is like do it on like someone who is all like obviously on the right side, like put your energy towards like changing gun laws, like towards law enforcement, towards anything, like to use your time to like, th that's your cross to bear is hilarious to me. Like yeah. the women's labor will never be done because more will just be demanded <laughs> every second. Like, get a life people, find a hobby. <laughs> find a hobby, yes. So my winner uh, this week for uh, worst week ever is definitely Dolce and Gabbana. I can't believe people are having amnesia to the whole fact that yeah. Dolce and Gabbana are homophobic, racist, and uh, fat phobic as well. Um, yeah, and I'm just ashamed at the Kardashians. I mean, not surprised, but I just feel like they're literally moot on who they surround themselves with, like having Ellen on their show and now having basically Dolce and Gabbana being advertised for Courtney and Travis's wedding. Uh, yeah, worst week. I just want everybody to know you can easily find Dolce and Gabbana's like all these horrible problematic issues. And it's, you can, it it's everywhere. And for people to think that, they're not problematic. I'm just, where are you? Are you living under a cave? Like, educate mm, yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah. And that was an interesting 
interesting move, I think, from the Kardashians. Yeah. They don't need free stuff. They don't need, um, you know, even if Dolce & Gabbana offered them, you know, obviously they dress them for free, but like even offered them like money to do that. They don't need it. Yeah. Um, do you so think they got you, paid? Like, I, I feel like they just got all that free stuff, right? I would assume it's just that, but I think that the Kardashians are always drawn to like archival things. Like, you know, the fact that they got all of this, like, 90s runway looks and stuff like that I'm sure that that was part of it but it was really interesting especially like after Kim kind of came out with this Republican candidate for I think it was for the LA mayor situation like oh yeah Caruso for sure yeah, yeah. so they're so anti-cancel culture I think that maybe that was part of the motivation but it really had to be something that I think was more, it was not about finance, not about the free stuff, not about that. I think it was truly like either getting in their good graces or like, I think it was more of like an emotional decision than financial or anything, if that makes sense. Cause that's like a bold choice. And like, obviously they have been doing work with designers like this. Like you could, you know, people say Balenciaga sponsored the divorce and Kim still works so closely with them, blah, blah, blah. So, but to choose Dolce & Gabbana or be approached by them and accept it is pretty, um, it says a lot. That, and I wonder if they found any truce, um, because Dolce & Gabbana called them cheap, not that long ago. Mm. I feel like in 2016, he commented, or I don't know who's um, behind the keyboards of their social media, but someone commented saying that they look cheap. Well, you know what? <laughs> that could be part of the decision then. Because mm -hmm. I think they are aware of what everyone has said about them. And they love a narrative of like, this person wouldn't even talk to me. You know, I never thought I'd be on the cover of Vogue. And now I'm on the cover of, you know, every, you know they love that narrative of how far they've come. Yeah, it's definitely and, like a, their Cinderella story. <laughs> exactly. So to get someone who has shaded them to like fully do Court's wedding, that could be part of it. Yeah. All right, moving on to our best week. Uh, this week for uh, honorable mention, my best weeks were um, pretty dimsel. I have Laverne Cox for her first Barbie, transgender Barbie. It's their 50th anniversary and decided to get make Laverne Cox their first transgender doll, which I thought they already did by now, but it's been a long time coming and I'm glad that we have so that little um Broad of news made me happy to find yeah. out. Uh, Josh Duggar is going to jail for 12 years, but if you ask me, it's not long enough. There's a little rumor. <laughs> Wait, fill me in on this. I don't, what's, so is Josh that Duggar, 21 he, kids and counting or whatever? Yeah, so he um, got caught pretty much in his work laptop of all places where he has his like kids pictures and whatnot. Um, he got caught with, child pornography. I don't, yeah, I don't want to call it child pornography because the, the word is child endangerment photos, something, because it, it's not really child pornography. Like they're, we're trying to pivot that away from that word. What does that um, mean? What does that mean? Child endangerment. So it's I'm like, not and I'm probably saying it wrong, but it's, they, I, I liked how it was, I'm going to be wrong. And I'm just like, who are we protecting <laughs> with not calling it child pornography? You know what I mean? Like, 
it's like child abuse pictures. There we go. Because it is child, child abuse. abuse. Okay. Um, but I feel like that's like a nicer term that we're creating to protect the people who have true, it. You are is, so that great. The, is that the idea? That's you crazy. You are very anyway. great. I do anyway. agree with you with that. There's like <laughs> a double-edged sword there. Sure. Um, but he was supposed to have like 20 years plus. And there's a little rumor going around that because his parents and his wife sent a letter to the judge pleading that he's a good person, blah, blah, blah. Um, it halted his whole sentence to 12 years. Like it, it went down apparently. This is the rumor going around. Um, but yeah, I hope he gets treated very well in prison because from what I'm told, they don't take lightly to men who like little kids. What? Yeah. I mean, this is, that's crazy to me. I think it's also just like insane. Where is he? He's not like the dad, right? Is he one of the No, kids he's one of the brothers to like, he's okay. a son. Yeah. That's he's really so crazy. scary and, to me. Yeah. And he's been accused by, I think two sisters and two cousins. Oh my God. Like, that's so scary that like, there's probably no one who's and been he has kids, kid. girl. <laughs> he has kids, like he has seven of them. And hopefully by the time that he's out of jail, they're old enough to stay away from him. That is so, that is deeply disturbing. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, wow. For best week, another honorable mention is Issa Rae attributing uh, Aaliyah at HBO legendary um, competitive series. The okay. minute that um, she was emulating the crown of Queen of the Dam, um, obviously that is a famous and very um, prominent uh, movie role that Aaliyah did. And yeah, Issa Rae looked amazing and she killed it. I love Aaliyah and I love Issa Rae. So it was like a double win for me. <laughs> Fabulous, yeah. Any honorable mentions your way? Yeah, well, <laughs> I know we just talked about the Kardashians, but. No, they're always um, a topic, so. <laughs> you know, okay, great. Because I, I, and just to give you background on like my Kardashian feelings, I don't watch it like I'm proud of this. I'm so glad I'm dedicating my time to this. I'm not saying that, you know, I think it's safe to like be, um, you know, suspicious of all billionaires and, you know, whatever, but. I have found myself just really tuning in to the new series. And unfortunately that's where we're at. So, I mean, to me, Pete Davidson is such an anomaly. I would say that he is having the best week ever. I think that like his dating track record alone, just being a young, tall guy with a big dick, you're always having a good time. You know what I mean? That alone. <laughs> yeah. That, like, when he like was on SNL and kiss, I was like, wow, he gets to like kiss Kim Kardashian. This guy knows no bounds. You know what I mean? Then when they actually start dating, I'm just like, oh my God, now that she's actually putting him on social media and like taking him on trips and shit, I'm like, this is truly gone to a place where I really didn't see going. You know what I mean? I was like, this is profound to me. So God bless. And I hope that continues for him. However, I was talking to a friend and she, you know, really has a lot of great insight to celebrities. She's kind of, you know, had some premonitions that have come true. 
And she was like, I'm scared for him because this obviously is not going to last forever. And we all know how he ends with, how he doesn't really take breakups lightly. Exactly, exactly. Mental health wise or anything. Career-wise, leaving SNL is kind of a big move. Hopefully, you know, there's more coming for him, but he's not really proven that he can like carry a film or anything, you know, and none of the Kardashian, the former Kardashian men generally fare well, you know what I mean? So it was, it was funny. We were talking about this. I was like, wow, I truly could see him absolutely like combusting after this relationship. But for now, He's having a really good time. So I want him to (laughs) take it all in, babe, because you might not be flying private. I mean, they got the same hair color going on. They're definitely in that couple mode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, wow, she's really. And it's also kind of funny to me because, you know, Kanye's favorite hair that Kim had was always like the white blonde, the platinum. So I was like, wow, that's truly, you know, to be twinning with your boyfriend in that way. He's, I'm like, soak it all in, Pete. Enjoy that. I love the hair. I know I've read somewhere where people are not really loving it. I didn't like it for the Met Gala, but how she's styling right now with the roots she and changed all. It. Yeah. She's, she had to have changed it from the Met Gala because that was not the same hair. Not how it was looking. Yeah, it looks much better now. Nice. Um, for my runner up, of best week ever it is the commercial for i want to say bulgari if that's how you say the jeweler right <laughs> and yeah. hathaway and zendaya are in the commercial where they're basically two boss bitches living a man's life but they're two wives basically because um there's a scene in the commercial where they look like they're in their I, they're in their house um and they're having a great time dancing and um they're in their robes on a bed looking at photos and I'm like oh they're these women are together in the commercial I highly recommend watching it it's very empowering and um, Zendaya looks gorgeous and Anne Hathaway too I met Anne Hathaway when I was like 17 her skin was so gorgeous and she was so sweet so um, yeah, I right. love Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Sorry. Are Anne Hathaway and Zendaya, they're supposed to be together in the commercial? Yeah, they look like they're um in like a they lesbian. They look way. like they're conquering whatever city they're looking at. I can't really um think Oh yeah. I thought okay. I was like, I haven't seen a commercial. I thought you meant they were like hooking up in a commercial. No, no, no. It's That's like, what I thought you meant for a second. I was like, vibes, wait though. a minute. <laughs> I have not seen this commercial. Okay, cool. So maybe like a little bit of gay tones, but they're not fully like queer baiting. They're just looking powerful and fun, right? I think yeah. I did see that as well. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, fine. it was very subtle. It wasn't very like in my face yeah. or but they could be playing this or whatever. Yeah. 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 It looked yeah, you should definitely look it up. It's definitely, I mean, two beautiful women and I yeah, it's great. <laughs> Fabulous. How about your runner up? Well, this was just a piece of news that I was like, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I hadn't checked in on these people in a very long time, being Heidi Montag and Spencer Pratt. All of a sudden, I see them, I think, on page six, and it was they're expecting their second child together. 
So I didn't know whether to put them on best week or worst week ever, because it's like, okay, a baby, fun, good news. But also that baby will soon be having probably a terrible week, like not to fully (laughs) trash them, but that's, those are not the easiest parents to be born to. That's going to be a really challenging lifetime for them. Maybe not financially, but also maybe financially, like what, what are they doing? Like who I was just like, wow. I do see the kids taking care of them and going through a lot of therapy. Exactly. Exactly. This will be a lifetime of therapy for them. Yes. So it's funny that you mentioned Heidi, because when I had Kara, she was here a couple of weeks ago um, as our guest. She said that Heidi is actually looking into taking real real estate classes. Like she wants to be um, like selling Sunset, I guess. Okay. Um, and Spencer decided to join in on too. And I was, we both said like, this man has to sabotage everything poor Heidi wants to do. Um, so good for her, I guess for, yeah, wow. best week this week. Um, yeah. I mean, it's so funny how many people probably see Selling Sunset and they're like, this is my avenue. I must get on Selling Sunset. Yeah. And like Christine being like, maybe I'll pivot to Bravo with like the Watch What Happens Live with Erica Jane and stuff. It's so funny how like reality TV is a career path that people really yeah, take, which I love. I love and respect. Um, for my winner this week for best week ever, I have to give it to Winona Ryder. Um, she did a Mark Jacobs shoot after 22 years. Um, she went to Saks Fifth Avenue 22 years ago. I can't believe I'm saying this because I feel like it wasn't even that long ago that we saw footage of her. When she was stealing? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> stealing oh, $5,000 worth of items and Mark Jacobs sweater was part of those items. Um, the photo shoot I love because it's giving Lydia from Beetlejuice vibes and yeah. in the good way. Yeah. I love that. I think that's fabulous. I think that's them having a sense of humor about it. And, you know, at this point she's gone beyond, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe it's bad. I don't know, whatever. But that, to me, that tickles me. I think that's funny. <laughs> it's like a full circle with, I, I, I feel like we're in a whirlwind where like in the Johnny Depp, Winona Ryder, like Kate Moss, like we are truly living, um, reliving history. Mm, yeah. Yeah, we are. Everything's so cyclical, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wild. So who is your winner this week for best week ever? My winner. Um, I might have to say <laughs> this came up for me and I watched it like 30,000 times. Enu shared a picture or like a video of David Beckham that Victoria Beckham took. And he looks great. They're in Miami now. I saw when I was in Miami for the F1 race, um, I was covering it for Nylon, saw David Beckham. I was just like, okay, he's an idiot. He's a freak of nature. He's so hot. So I feel like Victoria Beckham just wins. Even with all the bullshit she's had to put up with with him, nannies, whoever else, she's still just winning to get to come home and have David Beckham make her drinks. He's holding a drink and he's like handing it to her. It's just, it's a, it's a sexy thing. And you know, I just, to me, that's a winner. 
and they still they still like have it for each other too like it, I think I they do I, like goal <laughs> yeah like obviously he like probably kind of hates her and she kind of hates him however it seems like they're having a good time they're gonna be grandparents soon oh, you know yeah. their kid's wedding was in vogue they have a, you know a bunch of hot sons it's great I mean yeah, they invited all their friends to their kids wedding <laughs> yeah and I like the Miami vibe for them British people in Miami is always hilarious to me it's like you know they're just yeah that's so wedding. true yeah think, it's really funny because you can literally go anywhere in Europe and you're gonna go to Miami yeah you're so right <laughs> yeah so Victoria Beckham is my winner for still being married to David Beckham nice all right, these were really good topics. I'm really glad you guys um you got to stop by um and join me this week. Please plug in um wherever my listeners can find you. Sure. Um I am on Instagram, Twitter at Melissa underscore rich. Um that's you know probably the best way to find me. I write for Nylon magazine if you want to look in the culture or fashion section and ever in new york um come to a show and before we leave um i ask all my guests what their favorite 2000 songs is and you said ashley simpson uh pieces of me please tell me where were you when you first heard this song yes um well so funny when you asked me this i came up with a bunch of songs that all ended up being actually out in the 90s like i was like oh thinking about like you know i'm in like you know, whatever grade. And that was like Janet Jackson together again, actually 98. Like I thought Bewitched, Say La Vie. That was like 97 or whatever. I was like shocked to all of these, how off my timeline was. <laughs> but I think as far as Ashley Simpson goes, um, I think probably the first time I heard it, I always associate it with when I was on like tennis team and we'd, you know, it's a bus full of girls. We're always, you know, making mixed tapes or mixed CDs and whatever. And like, that was just like our absolute that whole album of autobiography I probably can't even pick just pieces of me but um the whole album was really really huge for me well yeah the album came out when her reality tv series came out of her making the album so it exactly. was like a double platinum uh, well um, and it's so yeah it's so funny how like all of that went around with like Halsey and Lawrence and the Machine, how they had to make TikToks go viral in order to get their albums out. And it's like, oh, crazy. It's just like, that's the next level of, hey, you should have a reality show to go along with your album. You know what I mean? Like the, the Nick and Jessica of it all. And actually it's like, of course, it's an incredible album. Um, un unobjectively, it, it, incredible. But the show helped so much. It just made it that much more fun to watch her do it and you know yeah and we've got the way she acted I don't know about you but I remember dyeing my hair black and getting bangs <laughs> okay yeah you know I had side bangs I already have brown hair but actually you know what I did dye it darker brown during high school so yeah I'll say that's Ashley's influence yeah <laughs> so funny I actually wrote a whole show about it like I don't know how I even got to this weird place in my mind, but I really was so upset about Ashley's career being taken from her, like in this way of a tech guy, like yeah. messing up. And then um, 
I kind of just wrote this 9-11 story where it's like maybe the she heard the Bush administration planning 9-11 since, you know, she is from Texas, as is George Bush, you know, maybe they were in Dallas, we figured it out. And it was actually the government sabotaging her career in this, you know, all these ways. And I, for a while, like, it was too much Ashley. So now that I haven't done the show in a while, I've really come back around to um, embracing the music. You need to write that sketch again. I feel like it's still prominently relevant to today. (laughs) Yeah, I might, you know, I was going to tour it and take it to Edinburgh in 2020, but obviously that didn't happen. But maybe, yeah, maybe it'll come back around and (laughs) I'll do it again. I believe in you. all right guys that was my conversation with melissa um can you tell how fangirling i was um i am so excited for next week i will be having clay he is my guest for next week's best week ever i will be introducing him and please follow us on best week ever podcast on instagram so you can follow our stories and know more about our guests and um i write a little bit more there as well with news or current events i know i kind of size down all my um honorable mentions and runner-ups and whatnot but like if you really want to know my opinions on other pop culture current events that i don't mention on the episode just jump on into our instagram on best week ever podcast until then i hope you guys have a great week and i'll see you guys next week at best week ever